Welcome to the Brighter Smiles Podcast with your host, Dr. Aaron Leishman of Aaron A. Leishman Dentistry in Estero, Florida. I'm Dr. Aaron Leishman, and I'd like to welcome you to the Brighter Smiles Podcast. So one of the things that uh, I often find is uh, when I'm doing an exam for a patient is that they end up having a cavity. So most people at some point in their life will be told by their dentist that they have a cavity and they'll need a filling. So then the question always comes up, well, how did that happen? How did I get a cavity in the first place? And then what does it mean to get a filling? What's involved in that? And so that can generate some anxiety with people sometimes. And so I like to explain uh, what cavities are, how they happen, and then how do we fix it? So one of the main issues uh, in people's mouths is that we build up plaque. We all have 500 different kinds of bacteria in our mouths, and plaque is that sticky film that builds up on our teeth, oftentimes in between and, and in the places that we can't reach. And that plaque having bacteria in it is the problem. Those bacteria, they eat simple sugars. So, you know, food that we consume uh, breaks down in our mouth into a simple sugar that the bacteria can utilize. And as they uh, metabolize those simple sugars, they create acid. And so you end up with a little uh, factory producing acid between and around your teeth. And acidity is the killer of enamel. So we think about acid in terms of pH. So a neutral pH is 7. And the magic number below which decay starts to happen is 5.5. So at a pH below 5.5, we start to lose the essential building blocks of our enamel, which is calcium. And as that calcium uh, leaches out of our teeth, you're left with weak spots. And it starts out as a spot that's called a demineralization. And that looks like a chalky white spot on your tooth. But sometimes those spots aren't visible because it's between the teeth where you can't see with the naked eye. And we find those little cavities on an x-ray. So when you come to the dentist and they say it's time for some x-rays, a lot of people um, maybe roll their eyes and don't don't want to get the x-rays. And they're not really sure what good those do anyway. But we're looking for those dark spots in between our teeth on the x-ray that you can't see with the, with the naked eye. And that's where we discover these cavities. And so um, aside from the acidity that's happening between our teeth from bacteria, we can get a low pH in our mouth for other reasons, such as things that we ingest. So people that drink sugary drinks, obviously that's a lot of food for those bacteria, but uh, many times uh, sodas and things and sports drinks, Gatorade, all those things in, in hot, sunny Florida that we like to consume that we think we're replacing our electrolytes. Well, we're, we're feeding the bacteria simple sugar, but also they're acidic. So the pH in those drinks is already low. So now we're bathing our, our enamel in a substance that is actively pulling that calcium out. So let's say that you're somebody who doesn't drink sugary drinks and that you do a pretty good job of brushing and flossing. Well, how do those people get cavities? Well, the other issue is that some people have a history of acid reflux. And so our stomach <clears throat> is 
by nature acidic. That's how we break down food. But if stomach acid is coming up into your mouth, that lowers the pH and that can be worse at night when we lay down. And that's the time when that acid can get into your mouth. And so we monitor. So if somebody comes in and says, I take 15 Tums a day or I'm on an antacid, then that's a red flag and that's a risk factor for tooth decay. So think about you know, the acid comes from either something we ingest or something that comes from our stomach. Uh, the other thing that we find is that as we get older, oftentimes we end up on a bunch of medications and there are certain medications that cause dry mouth. So one of the wonderful things about our mouths is that in normal circumstances, we create saliva. Saliva is a wonderful buffer of acid. And so if we have a low pH, but we have good saliva flow, then we can buffer that acid and it neutralizes that and it doesn't become such a problem. But if you're one of those people who takes many medications and your saliva flow dries up, now you're at risk for tooth decay uh, through no fault of your own, but we just need to be aware of the different uh, reasons that we could get acid in the mouth that might lead to tooth decay. Uh, the other risk factor, as we get older, sometimes we get recession. Our gums recede and our roots are exposed. So the top part of your tooth is made of enamel, which is very hard and very durable. Well, what happens if the gum that used to cover the root of your tooth has receded? Well, the root of your tooth is not as dense, not as strong, and as durable as is the enamel. And so we can get decay on the roots of our teeth quite easily. So that's another thing to be aware of. So now we've kind of talked about, well, how do you get that cavity in the first place? So then the next question is often, well, how do we fix it? And so if it's a conservative type of a um, hole in your tooth and it's not super big, then we can do what's called a filling. So uh, a lot of people think of fillings from the old days as that silver looking thing that gets put in your in your mouth so used to the only restorative material we had was amalgam and it was made of metal and it was not very pretty but it did the job nowadays we have better materials that we can do fillings with and those are called composite resins and the neat thing about composite resins is that we can bond those to the enamel and that means that because we can bond to enamel, we can do a conservative preparation. We don't have to make as big a hole in the tooth and we can uh, restore it with something that actually looks like a tooth. They come in many, many different colors because teeth come in different colors. So we can pick a shade that matches the tooth that we're restoring and we do a composite filling. So what does that entail? What's involved with a composite filling? Well, the first thing we want to do is we want to make you comfortable while we do that filling, so we apply some anesthetic. A lot of people uh, call it Novocaine, although we haven't used Novocaine in, you know, 100 years. We have different kinds of anesthetics these days that we use, but they all work the same way. They block nerve transmission so that you don't feel any work that's being done on your tooth. So in our office, we apply a little topical anesthetic right in the area, which kind of numbs it. And then we use a special tool called a Dentavibe. And the Dentavibe 
vibrates the tissue at a high frequency right where we're going to apply the anesthetic to your tooth. And then hopefully after we've done all of those things, you don't really feel us anesthetizing the tooth. And then we let you sit until that tooth is good and numb. And then after that, the tooth is ready to work on. So my assistant and I will then uh, proceed to remove the decayed part of the tooth. And then once we've done that, now it's time to restore. Uh, by definition, restoring is to make something look like it did before. And so we take great care to restore the tooth to the proper form and function and color and shape that it was before. And we do that by uh, carefully placing this composite filling material. And the neat thing about that is that as it's placed in the tooth, it's moldable. It's sort of a putty-like material that can be shaped and molded and contoured. And then we use what's called a curing light. That's an ultraviolet light that causes that composite resin to set instantly. And then at that point, we can begin shaping and adjusting and polishing and smoothing so that afterwards you have a tooth that feels comfortable to bite on, that you can floss properly between, that looks pretty, it's highly polished. And if we've done our best work, then you're left with a tooth that is now restored, ready to eat and chew on and function. So those are the basics of how we fix a cavity. Um, one thing that we should know is that the oral environment is a harsh environment because we clench and we grind and we eat things that probably we shouldn't. Some people crunch ice, some people eat jawbreakers, some people have a, a nervous habit where they grind their teeth back and forth. And so think about the destructive forces that are on that poor little filling that we just placed in there. So uh, fillings probably won't last a lifetime. They may need to be replaced at some point during your life. So uh, I think we just need to be aware of, of how harsh that environment is. And if you think about it, enamel is the hardest thing in our body. It's harder than bone. It's harder than everything else. And if that didn't that stand up to the forces of the mouth, then anything else is just uh, uh, not as strong. So, uh, but fortunately, the materials are strong. They just may not last a lifetime. And I think some people aren't aware of that. So we try and educate people that it's a harsh environment and we may have to redo things as time goes by. Um, the other thing that can happen after a filling is done is you could have some sensitivity, which is normal for up to a couple of weeks. Uh, you can have some sensitivity to hot and cold, but then that normally goes away. Now, Sometimes a composite filling uh, is not the right solution for a cavity because you need a certain minimal amount of enamel or tooth structure to hold that filling in place. Sometimes the, the breakdown or the decay is so great that you need a different kind of restoration, which could be something like a crown or a veneer, and those things are made of porcelain. Again, we can match those porcelain restorations and those crowns to match the teeth around them. That's something that we, we partner with a dental laboratory to make that restoration. But uh, that will be for another podcast. We will talk about crowns and veneers. But suffice it to say that sometimes a filling isn't the best choice to restore a tooth. 
So hopefully today we've talked about something that's very common in the dental office is a cavity. And we have discussed why they happen, how we correct those problems, how we restore the tooth. And so hopefully that we've shared something that's been useful and informative for you today. And a little gem that I'll leave you with today that my dentist used to tell me when I was a kid was, Aaron, the only teeth that you need to brush are the ones that you want to keep. So uh, if you want to keep them for a lifetime, you got to brush them, you got to floss them. I have enjoyed speaking with you today and uh, hope to talk to you soon. This has been Dr. Aaron Leishman on the Brighter Smiles podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Brighter Smiles podcast. To learn more about Aaron A. Leishman Dentistry, go to www.esterodentist.com or call 239-947-7992.